I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. How do you plan for these uncertain times, these unprecedented times that we are living in? Well, very easily, all you have to do is ask our Magic 8-Ball or get some rando, a random tarot card readings live here on the show. So it's the single greatest thing that you can do to try and figure out what in the name of God you need to do with your life right now. So any questions you have about anything in your life that you need help with, drop us a text and we will do our best to use our psychic tools tonight and answer those for you. Also on the show, the weekly Darwin Award, your chance to nominate someone uh, this week for being an outstanding idiot. You can know them personally, you can have seen it, or it can it be something you've come across on TV or online or whatever it is. We'll be doing that just before 10. And how how long into a new relationship should you be deleting Tinder or should it be the type of thing that you uh, hang on to it right up until uh, you get married? You can let us know and if you want to get in touch with us at any point during the show this evening, our WhatsApp 87 This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. We have a very fun game for the show this evening. No, 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 no. You, you, it's, 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 I was saying, I haven't even told you what it is. It's literally this fun, this, uh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now you're on, sorry. We have a very fun game for the show this evening, Sisha, and um, it's because the, the, the question will be, has Cormac cooked his chicken properly this evening? Oh, well, you're going to find out tomorrow when you're vomiting out both ends. I think we might find out in a few hours' time. What do you mean? Did you cook it properly? I thought I did, but you know when you bite into it and you're like, um, half of this chicken feels a little too leathery for my liking. And did you eat it? I did, yeah. I was that hungry. I was, took a risk. I was like, do you know what? It, it's all right. I, 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 I ovened it. So I put it in the oven, left it on for 20 minutes, and usually it was fine. And then the top half of the chicken was all lovely and fine. But then when I was biting into the bottom half, I was like, oh... I actually can't believe you mm. ate that. Who eats raw chicken? It wasn't It wasn't raw. I'm just saying maybe it wasn't cooked 100%. And now I'm worried that bad things it are going to happen. If it has that leathery feel, it probably wasn't. Oh, How do you know? Like, so what's, the, what's, the definitive, what's the definitive rule about chicken? How do you know 100% when it's cooked properly? See, the thing is, I don't cook, so I wouldn't be able to answer that question. But chicken should be soft, shouldn't it? should be kind of... It's always soft. Yeah, but as in, I'd usually just have it in a curry or something, so it's sizzling away for ages. But putting it in the oven, I don't know. Maybe you put it on the grill by accident. No, no, no. It's very easy to make that decision. The fan was on. Oh. 
that's weird. Yeah. If you've always cooked it for 20 minutes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you're going to be really sick. I think it takes like eight hours because that's how I food poisoned my auntie. <sighs> oh, yeah. That's it how you food poisoned hours. her, yeah. Yeah, and that was chicken. Well, well, we'll be on edge. Fingers crossed then it'll be a good three hours after the show this evening so you won't have to hear me legging it uh, <laughs> legging it to the bathroom to sort that out. But, but yeah, like I usually go off the thing that if you cut it open and it, how do you have they say it? If it kind of pulls apart very easily, um, that's usually when it's done and dusted, isn't it? Is it not just when it's not pink? No, I think it has to go a little bit further on past pink. Like it definitely wasn't pink. It was just the bottom of the chicken... Didn't feel as cooked as the top half, so we could be in for an interesting night tonight. Now, did you feed herself as well, or did you just have it on your own? She's out Galavan. She's not even home. Okay. Well, at least you're not going to make two people sick. Or maybe I am. That's a great idea. We're both in this together. You have to share your life experiences to have a relationship strong and healthy. Oh, I've never so actually like, had food poison. There you go. Yeah, no. That's no. never a good sign. I've ne- yeah, I've never had it before, so I actually don't know. But I do know when I looked it up, obviously... I had my auntie staying and she was um, violently ill the whole next day. So I'm assuming it was what I gave her to eat. Um, but it lasted a good 24 hours. Yeah, it can hit you rough. It can hit you bad. So we'll find out. That'll be the the game this evening. That How could be you now for the, the bank holiday. Oh, wouldn't that be bed? beautiful, wouldn't it? Just wrote off because I can't cook, cook chicken properly. But there you go. Um, That's pretty bad. I, yeah, I, I, I saw this as well, right? And this came across this story today about a gentleman who got a plane, a flight home on Wednesday evening from Italy to Dublin. He was doing a business trip uh, and apparently could not get a bus up to Belfast. So he was going from Dublin to Belfast and had to hop into a taxi. Oh, that's pricey. That's exactly pricey, right? Now, the story, I won't name the guy's name just for it, but he said he was shocked at the amount that it cost to get a taxi from Dublin to Belfast. But again, I'm like, if you're getting a taxi from Dublin to Belfast, that's going to set you back a huge amount of money. Well, I'm trying to think now. I was in Belfast a couple of weeks ago, and I think it took two and a half, maybe three hours to get there. Yeah, two. I'd say you'd do it in less than two if you wanted to, if there was no roadworks. Yeah, maybe if there was no traffic. Yeah, okay, say two or two and a half. Yeah. But that's, that's a huge amount of money in a taxi. And you're going, you through, um, you're going through tolls and stuff as well, aren't you? Uh, yeah. I Temporal would say... I would say it cost him about 250. See, I, I even think... I'll tell you exactly how much it, it, it cost him on the meter. And drop us in a text, right? If you were to get a taxi from Dublin Airport to Belfast, let's just say Belfast City Centre, how much do you think that is going to cost you based on what you've been paying for our taxis around Dublin? And Lucian and all our other fellow taxi drivers, if you're listening this evening, just off the top of your head, don't go, because I know there's like calculators, you can work it out based on the price per kilometres and stuff like that. But this guy thought it was only going to cost him 150 quid. Ah, uh, No. That's what I mean as well. He said he was shocked at the amount it actually cost him. It, I can tell you now, it obviously wasn't 150 quid. To get from, let's say, O'Connell Street, even to, like, I would say, Rush or Lusk, will probably cost you to go to, what, 50, 60 quid? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, around there. Like, from Clontarf to, say, Kalini or further, you'd be looking at that money. That's what I mean. Like, how much is a taxi from O'Connell Street to Balbriggan? Like, I'd say yeah, that's an absolute... 
fortune. But how much do you think a taxi from Dublin to Belfast uh, would cost you? 0876797104. Let's see if anyone can get this as accurate as possible because it's... I don't don't understand why the guy was shocked. Fair enough, he was shocked. He apparently couldn't get a bus. There was no Airbuses going or whatever it was, and there was no other way to get up late at night. By the time he, his flight got in, so maybe he was he was stuck. But um, yeah, it's never going to be. It's not going to be like 150 quid up to Belfast. No way. No way. I would definitely say, definitely say minimum 250. Yeah. Chicken to be cooked for one hour and 25 minutes. I cooked it for 25 minutes, Jacinda. How much chicken is that? I'm getting getting stuck now. You right, okay. To, you have to check it. You have to. I, I assume you have to cut into it and make sure it's not rubbery. You see that? That's the word I was looking for. It was a little rubbery at the end. So we'll see how this goes. Um, okay, a lot of people are sending in um, their guesses now this evening. How much do you think it would cost you from Dublin Airport uh, up to Belfast in a taxi one way? What do we have here? First one in. Uh, this comes in from Gary. Even Gary, what's the story? Three hundred and twenty euro. He thinks it would cost. Trev says three fifty. Jacinta says three hundred. It cost me one hundred and twenty-five euro. Now, hang on, Shane. Who what? are you? A taxi driver? Were you paying yourself? How did you get up in a taxi for one hundred and twenty-five quid? Although I assume if you maybe missed your bus, say if you were in the airport like that guy was, and you asked the taxi driver, you said, "Look." I'm after missing the bus. Uh, I need to get to Belfast. I'll give you 120 or 130 quid. Will you take it? Mm. And then just set a minimum price there. I mean, if it's on the meter, they could be going all different routes. Do you know that kind of way? And it could take yeah. much longer than two hours, especially if you didn't really know Dublin that well. Could be going yeah. through town, you know, going the longer route. I don't know, but I wouldn't have said it'd be more than 250 euro. Six of us, this is what Shane has said, six of us from the city centre, good at haggling, 120, where is this to now, Shane, is this six of you to Belfast from the city centre for 125 euro or like to the Balbriggan or Rush? Uh, let us know, 0876797104, another different Trev, I'd give the taxi driver 50 quid and run, only joking. He said only joking at the end. No, he wouldn't. That's just not a very nice thing to do now. At 380, he should have done a deal with a taxi driver. That's what Mary thinks it is. Evening, Kira. How are you? From Dublin City to Drogheda is 80 quid. Oh, that's such a kick in the teeth on a night out, isn't it? You're like, okay, just Horrible. have about enough. Uh, oh, yeah, you need another 80 quid. So I'd say about 500 euro. That's what Kira thinks from Dublin, uh, the airport, Dublin Airport to Belfast. 500 no quid. No way. 500 though. Complete rip-off. Now, I just got a message in saying travelling outside Dublin, they don't have to go by the metre. Oh, we're getting into the legalities of it all now. Mm. But is there not that thing then that... Uh, uh, this this was something um, years ago. You can correct me if I'm wrong, taxi drivers, but are you allowed pick up outside of Dublin then? Are you licensed for a certain region? Because I know if you were getting a taxi from here to uh, Clonny or Dunboyne, let's say, or somewhere in Minute, you're not allowed to pick up someone in Minute and bring them back in. Yeah, maybe because a lot of them are working for certain taxi companies, they might not be able to do that. But maybe if you're a freelance, you're out on your uh, own. Like a hackney. Also, someone just messaged me in saying 400 minimum. 400? <laughs> uh, crazy. Two, Michelle has said 220 quid. Oh, look at this. Uh, I got a taxi from the Cliffs of Moher where my car broke down to Salt Hill on Saturday. It cost 190 quid. 
Because the more to Salt Hill is about an hour drive, is it? Yeah, I'm trying to think how long that would be. Yeah. I'd say the guts of an hour. It cost how much? So he went from Cliffs of Moher to Salt Hill, got it yeah. for 190 quid. 190. And he says, Kevin has said, Dublin to Belfast, I'd say, is 450 euro. I, I just think that's extortionate, no? Like if it's a two-hour uh, journey, how can it off. cost... How can it cost that? Like, it would take, as I said, say, Clontarf. I've driven from Clontarf to, to Kleine. It takes nearly a half an hour, the guts of half an hour to get there. Yeah. I remember getting a taxi that direction before as well, and I think it cost me €48. Euro. So if that's for a half an hour. Yeah. An hour, it should be kind of 100 and then 200 no? 200 yeah. two, 250 max. I wouldn't be paying 400 well, You might have to, that, that, that time of the night. Uh, Shane has updated us. He said it cost uh, six of us from the city centre, 125 quid, but it was to Newry, not to Belfast. Thank you for the clarification, that. But hang on a second. If you were to offer a taxi driver, you know, say, maybe 150 might be a little bit low, but 200, and they refuse that, I mean, you'd be better off just staying in a hotel and getting the bus the next day. I know, yeah. But unless for some reason they had to be back in work nine o'clock the next morning. But someone should have told them about Zoom. Said, pal, whatever you're doing, just dial in. Just dial in. Do what myself and Saoirse are doing. Just working from home. Don't have to leave the bed. Yeah. You don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> Apparently, no, you can only pick up in the county you're licensed. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, so that's yeah. still the situation. So obviously you're covering that. So the taxi driver has to drive you from Dublin Airport all the way up to Belfast. Obviously can't pick up in a different country, I'd imagine. And then has to drive all the way back down again. So, I mean, how much in petrol is it going to cost you to go up and back down to Belfast? As well, straight off the bat, like. I don't know, actually. Yeah. I have no idea. I'd say... I'd say... I'd, I actually don't know. It depends on your car as well. Uh, yeah. So, let us know what you think it is. This gentleman was shocked and horrified. Shocked and horrified at the amount of money it cost him. But you're getting a taxi late at night from Dublin to Belfast. It's never going to be cheap. Uh, so, Keen, good evening. He has said, at least 550 That would be very pricey. Taxi from Rush to O'Connell Street is €67. Euro, and that was about a year and a half ago. Oh, my God. That's horrible. So Although I, I would have thought, again, it would have been more than that. Six... <laughs> You can't just meet the girl I was on a whim, can you, Ammo? you just got to stay in rush. Yeah. Or I'm sure there's, there's a train down that way anyway, so that might be too bad, but still, though. Uh, good to hear, sir, that, uh, Kevin, that your insurance paid for that because that was ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, not too, Well, not too bad, 190, but um, the insurance covered it. Uh, taxi drivers, I would imagine, prefer shorter journeys, quicker back to base to get another fare. Yeah, I, I wonder what it's like as a taxi driver. Are you delighted when you hear that fare when it's like up to up to Belfast or across to Galway or something? Or what's the story? Anyway, let us know how much you think it would cost on the meter to go from Dublin to Belfast, Dublin Airport to Belfast City Centre. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. You'll never believe how much it cost this guy. He was FM 104's Room One Hundred Four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Coming up a little bit later on, on Thursdays, we do this new feature where if you have any questions about your life and the uncertain times that we're all living in and you don't know what to do about events, holidays, jobs, money, whatever it is,
you can ask us because myself and Saoirse have a magic eight ball, a, the flip of a coin and some tarot cards. So anything you're struggling with in your life, let us know and we'll give you some sort of reading uh, later on. And it's probably the best way in 2020 to make any sense of the future. So your future will be sorted. Let us know what you want, insights and psychic advice about. And we'll do that a little bit after 10 o'clock. Now we were just talking about there was a gentleman who got... Um, the shock of his life finding out how much it would cost him to go from Dublin Airport up to Belfast City Centre. Apparently couldn't get a bus, apparently couldn't get anywhere else up and had to jump in a taxi. And the figure on the meter was was a bit pricey, to say the least. Uh, the last couple of guesses, people have said everything from 200 quid this evening. Adrian, good evening. He has said 680 quid. And uh, Tony has said, listen, the max it would cost you is 400 quid. So, um, and la- any last guesses, Saoirse? Um, I mean, I'd be shocked if it was more than 400. Now, just on the topic of um, taxi drivers, I just want to know this. If you are a taxi driver, do you con people out of money all the time? When someone says, uh, I want to go to uh, Dundrum or Tontarf or Hoth from, say, the city centre, are you going to take the long way just to get more money? We'll keep you anonymous. I just want to know, do you actually purposely do that? Because... I was telling Cormac during the break there that I went to Dundrum last week. I knew exactly the direction I wanted to go. He asked me three times, which direction do you want to go? Told him, the second you look away, he starts going his own way and then plays dumb. So, Saoirse, not all taxi drivers. And not how all, dare you just, absolutely you know, not all taxi all with drivers. the same brush. Some That's of them, I would why, say, sometimes might know that the, the, the slightly longer way might actually be quicker because of traffic. Well, that's true. That's true, but not... Uh, you know, on a Saturday evening at 8 o'clock when there's clearly no traffic. That's, that's a different story altogether. But I just want to know, honestly, we'll keep your name anonymous. As I said, I just want to know, do do you do that on purpose? They probably can't text or message in right now because they're still on a four-hour trip getting from Dundrum <laughs> to Sandyford. They're going to go around the long way. Maybe. I'd imagine one or two do, but on, on the most part, I'd say, I'd say they wouldn't. I, don't, I just wonder, is that how you make the extra few euro here and there? By doing few, that to people. A few kilometres here and there. Yeah. I know, I understand the traffic situation. I understand sometimes going the long way it is easier and quicker and all the rest of it. But I just want to know, do you actually do that on purpose some of the time or a lot of the time? Maybe you don't. Mm. Maybe you are just genuinely getting someone from A to B the quickest and most efficient way but I don't believe all of them do. Hashtag not all taxi men, Tisha. That's going to be the Absolutely. new Absolutely. I never said all taxi drivers do you, that. You did. I'm going to edit that audio now after the show and just ruin you. <laughs> I just want to know. and says she hates taxi drivers <laughs> and that they're all scum. I love taxi drivers, all of them. I, I burn the ears off every single one of them. Like I am their worst nightmare when I get in a taxi. I just want to know, honestly, the situation. Because if you're in a taxi, you can't ask them this question. They're not going to oh, tell yeah. you, you because you they're trying to con me? you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you shaft people much, do you? It'd probably be a better question than uh, busy tonight or you out late or, you know, the generic taxi <laughs> uh, questions you ask all the time. That'll be a, a new one next time you're in. So do you shaft people much? Well, you know, just bring them around the block literally more than they need to. They, they wouldn't know how to answer that. They'd be like, well, well, sorry, what? What's going on? Um, right. Okay, let's, let's yes, find I'm, this out. So I'm the, the last... The, yeah, the, the last guess there was from uh, 560 quid for a uh, from Lucian, right? He said 560 euro Dublin airport to Belfast. It actually on the meter wound up costing this guy 300 
and €28.20. That's how much a taxi on the metre is from Dublin to Belfast, but the taxi driver, who sounds, Saoirse, did it for two seventy. Ooh! Okay, that's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, so what's that, a 70... Yeah, 60 quid, 60 quid less. I mean, there's people that are messaging in saying €130 and then right up to 600 That's a Mm. huge gap there now. So 328 on the metre from Dublin Airport to Belfast. At that time as well, it was late at night. I imagine that might be slightly more slightly more expensive at night. I'm not sure exactly how much the rates change and how much that would have been if it was a different time of day. But there you go, we got it for 270 But he thought, your man thought it was only going to cost him 150 quid from Dublin Airport to, to, to Belfast City Centre. Like, come on now. I know. Yeah, I'd never think that now. And it was a business I, trip, so... My, my ballpark was 200 so... I'd say if I was told 270, I'd also be shocked. But with the amount of messages coming in and people saying, you know, maybe 400 would be normal. Mm. Maybe that's what is normal. So, God, it's still a lot though, isn't it? When you think about it, you could get two nights in a nice hotel for that. Or one night in Dublin. Or one night in Dublin, yeah. In Belfast, yeah. though, you could get two nights. You'd probably get two nights, yeah. Well, there you go. So we had... Book your transport before you come back if you're going up to Belfast or anywhere outside Dublin. You're going to have a bad time. A little bit of a shock and surprise paying for that uh, on the way back. Still to come on the show, Darwin Awards are coming up shortly and also our Magic 8-Ball and our Tarot cards. Anything that you need advice with in your life, do let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp 87 6797 FM 104's Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Good evening, it's Cormac and Saoirse here in Room 104. Hope you're well for a Thursday evening, getting ever so close to the August bank holiday weekend. My mind still tells me that it's March, but apparently we're now in August, which is terrifying, but good at the same time, because it's a bank holiday weekend, and we'll all have Monday off. Happy days. And it's your birthday soon. Oh, it is, It's is your it? birthday soon. Yeah, it is your birthday, and you're trying to pretend it's not, and you're not telling anyone about it, but you know what? I have sources that tell me exactly when it is. Do you know what I love about working from home? That uh, is... you can't. Oh, I know what you're going to say. You can't get uh, the big cake sent into you and all the rest of it. Just the people coming down. Like, go away. Thanks. Yeah, but you know what we do virtually now? We send oh, you a big Zoom card and yeah, you get like voice notes and stuff. It's really now embarrassing, listen, but you'll love Hannah, it. If you're listening, you can scratch that off your to do list. I'm Grant. I'm Grant. No, we don't, we don't care if you're Grant. You're getting one anyway. That is part of the job. <laughs> to be embarrassed and humiliated on your birthday and have people that you never talk to in work send you a message about how much they like you and wishing you well yeah, yeah, in your head. You're reading those cards and you're like, who the name of Christ is Jane from accounts? <laughs> Hope you have a great day. Really, Jane, do you? <laughs> Are you even going to remember it's my birthday, Jane? No. Yeah, there you go. What you can do, Jane, is process my receipts. How about that? That would be a nice birthday <laughs> present. Stop wasting your time writing cards. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's so true, though. But anyway, that's Holy exciting. Goodness. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, J- Jane funny, will yeah. be included in that card. Don't worry. Hey, hi, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll be a bit of crack. Right. Um, no, I, I came across this story, and I want to know, if you could be any animal in the whole entire world, what animal would you be and why? Now, this story, is it's, it's a bit of a serious story, but the woman's fine in the end, so we can have a little bit of a crack with it. Have you ever heard of clinical zoanthropy? No, I haven't. Clinical zoanthropy is a psychological condition in which you... uh, It's a serious delusion where you think that you are an animal. Oh. Oh, that's really strange. 
You and don't have skin. to have you don't have to have any psychological disorders or underlying mental health conditions or anything like that. It can just it can just come on. And a 54 year old Belgian woman uh, last week all of a sudden started acting like a chicken, clucking like a chicken, behaving like a chicken. And her brother came over to her and visit her one day, and she just was acting like a chicken. He didn't know what to do. Brought her down to the hospital, uh, and then then randomly she she had a seizure. And then she was back to normal and she's been fine since. But there's an actual rare psychological condition called zoanthropy where you are convinced that you have turned into an animal. That's so strange. In a weird way, I would love to experience that. Would you? Yeah, just just even for a day. If you honestly thought you were a certain animal and you behaved like that animal, you weren't just messing or trying to put it on. You genuinely... Woke up that day as a a chicken or a dog or whatever you might want to be. And then you just snap out of it. I wonder, would you remember it and, and feel it fully clearly? It's a bit of an odd one you though, pr- isn't it? Yeah, you, you probably wouldn't. You see, the thing is, my favourite animal, uh, surprisingly, is a giraffe. Oh, weird. I love a giraffe. Sorry, I just got distracted there. Jacinta wanted to know exactly what date your birthday was. So at the GDPR breach, at the GDPR breach. Now, if we release that, what's it? Three percent of FM 104's revenue will be fined by the data commission. But anyway, back to giraffes. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to be a giraffe, but that's just because I'm really small. So I like tall things. Hmm. So get you a bit of, bit, of, bit of yeah. If I was to turn into a, a giraffe tomorrow because of this condition. That wouldn't be the same thing because I wouldn't suddenly be able to, you know, reach over a house or something. But I, I'd love to try. Would you not be terrified if you suddenly turned into a giraffe? You're like, oh my God. I'd love I'm it. Sorry. Oh my God. I, do you know what I'd do first? I'd stomp over to your house and I'd stand on your head. <laughs> All right. Just because, just because so you're you the tallest person. you would go on a murderous spree <laughs> if you were an animal. No, because giraffe's legs are really skinny. You would murder someone if a giraffe stood on your head. I'm pretty sure a giraffe would kill you. No, as in when you're standing up, I would just hold my arm up and just kind of pat you on the head, squish you a little bit. I think think you had a little Freudian slip there. Sisha is a psychotic killer. (laughs) Underneath all the niceties that you're hearing on the air now this evening, she would murder you in your sleep if she got the chance. Look, just FYI, if I ever turn into a giraffe, you're all (laughs) screwed. (laughs) Saoirse the Psycho Giraffe. That, that would be a children's TV show I'd watch now. The most screwed Actually, yeah. up thing ever. What happened in your programme today, Little Billy? Well, the giraffe murdered 14 people, so... I don't Although, know. have you ever seen a giraffe try to run? They're not oh, very no. fast. They're very yeah. dangly. It looks like they're running slow motion. It's the strangest thing ever. Yeah, it does, actually. They're, yeah, they're, they're kind of just completely out of proportion. They actually kind of look like they're in pain all the time. Mm. Which I'm sure they're not, but they just look like they are. Jacinta but, said she'd want to be a monkey, by the way, because she loves bananas. <laughs> Jacinta, like breaking that. news: you can still have bananas. You not can. being a monkey. Yeah. Would you? Would you not though? If you could be any animal in the world, would you not pick something that could fly? Um, I'm a bit scared of flying, so no, I don't like heights, but and you'd I don't be a like. Bird. I say, I say, I don't like heights, and I want to be a giraffe. I mean. A giraffe is basically just on stilts. I don't mind that, but up in the air, yeah, I'd be. I know you're a bird, but I'm. But you'd be terrified. 100% in control. How many times have birds been caught in? Um, Overthinking this here, should you not think of the benefits of being a bird? With engines of planes fly all over the world for free. 
No, and they hit into windows and things. No, I'd be but terrified. You don't have to do end. that. You'd be the bird. You'd see where you're going. No, they always bash into windows. How many times has a bird hit into your window? Never, actually. They do. They absolutely do do that. So I'd be afraid to be a bird. I don't like the idea of flying. I want to stay well on the ground. And you'd just be like a snail. You're like, I'm just taking my time. No, because a snail gets, gets squashed. I want to be the squasher. Also, you know, when you're thinking of animals, like I love a lion. A lion is like one of the most yeah. gorgeous animals in the whole world. But they have to do things. They have to attack and, you know, fight yeah. for food and so forth. Giraffes just, they don't do anything. You'd just be eating their grass down the park going, hey, this is grand. Yeah, they're very relaxed. I like an easy life, you know. don't like anything mm, too yeah. strenuous. Um, listen, let us know if you could be one animal. In the entire world, what animal would you prefer to be? If you had a choice, let us know. 87 6797 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Mm, my favourite. Well, let's motor on through the rest of the week and then we're into the August Bank Holiday weekend. Uh, we're talking about... Well, there was a story in uh, the news today. A 54-year-old woman developed something called zoanthropy. So it is a psychological condition where you believe that you have turned into an animal. You start making the noises of that animal. You start behaving like that animal. And you are 100% fully convinced that that is you. It's a delusional disorder. Anyone can have it. Sometimes people have underlying other mental conditions but it can just affect people randomly as well which is terrifying. She's fine now though she was brought to the hospital, she had a seizure and strangely enough the seizure brought her out of this episode, this zoanthropic episode she thought she was a chicken and went around clucking for ages and just uh, worrying a lot of people. She's absolutely fine now but we want to know if if you could be one animal just for a day which one would it be uh, and why 0876797104 Darren has messaged in a couple of times now Uh, I haven't heard your audio now but let's just play this out for the crack and see what Darren's up to this evening used to on the LSD before this kicked off seriously the psychotic giraffe what animal would you like to be Jesus lads we're live on the radio here hang on on, Darren are we actually live (laughs) it's been a rough few weeks Darren I go delusional usually at around 20 to 12 every night, but I haven't <laughs> hit that delusional stage yet. I am just um, search of the psychotic giraffe. That's what I would love to be. It's a new uh, children's book series coming out, and it's going to traumatise kids from the age of two years of age up. But there'll be funny drawings in it, so it'll be absolutely fine. Uh, right. uh, another one here. I like this, Mary, actually. Listen, I'd like to be any sort of animal that hibernates. There we go. Oh, that's a good one, actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice hedgehog. Would be nice, wouldn't it? Although they get stamped on and, and driven over all the time. Yeah. They don't have a great life. That's a bit of an awkward one. Um, Damien, good evening. Damien is a bit of a weird one. He's kind of maybe in the same bracket as you, Saoirse. Uh, I would love to be a monkey and, and throw poop at people. To throw poop at people? Apparently that's what monkeys do. Um. Yeah, I, I think a monkey would be cool because, you know, they're they're kind of very human-like as well and um, they can climb which is always fun I know we can climb but they can literally just run up a tree and swing from it and so on and they could throw poop at you and you can't really say anything you get away with a lot yeah what's that that saying about you Damien I mean what do you get up to behind closed doors when the lights are out and no one's looking huh 
all these all these Freudian slips tonight on the show. Uh, let us know, 0876797104. Anyway, uh, we have to move on to the Darwin Awards next, okay? So we do this every week, giving you the opportunity to nom- nominate the most idiotic person that you've seen in the last seven days. So it can be someone you know or something you've come across on the uh, internet or something you've seen in the news. Uh, we're just nominating them. We'll award someone the Darwin Award. Uh, so anyone you've seen that has done something so stupid, you've been like, how are they still alive? How have they not been, you know, taken out of the, taken out of life because of their idiocy? Let us know. <clears throat> the Darwin Awards are up next. Nominate the person that you've seen that you believe deserves recognition for bringing humanity down to new stupid levels. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. We'll take some of those nominations next here on Room One Hundred Four. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening, it's Cormac and Saoirse here with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop still to come on the show. We'll be doing uh, our, our uh, Magic 8-Ball and our tarot card readings a little bit after 10 o'clock this evening. So in these unprecedented, uncertain times that we're all living in and trying to make sense of, uh, how can you plan your future? What's going to happen in your life? You've no idea. We've that solved for you. Don't worry about it. We've got our 8-Ball our Magic 8-Ball, and we've got our tarot cards, and we have a flip of a coin here for you as well. So any dilemma that you're facing with any insights on your future at all, let us know, and we'll do our very best to provide some clarity on your future. We'll do that a little bit after 10 o'clock this evening. Uh, a few other people have said, in relation to what animal they wouldn't mind being, uh, meerkat, they're cool, and I've lots of meerkat ornaments. Oh, yeah, right? meerkats are cute. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, a fox. I'd like to be a fox because I love chicken. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it'd be a good Very way to get good. chicken. Yeah, 24-7. But, um, but now, of course, it is time. Oh, I just love this part of the show every week because nothing ceases to surprise or amaze me. The things yeah. that come out of people's mouths, the, the ideas people have, the absolute ridiculous and utter BS that people come out with. It's quite, quite I, I would say, actually amusing. Amusing and sometimes even impressive. So if you've uh, never heard this part of the show before, it's very easy. It's your opportunity to nominate someone for the weekly Darwin Awards. So somebody who has done, said, been just so beyond stupid that you're just kind of confused as to what the name's going on. So if you'd like to nominate anyone, let us know. It can be someone you know or it can be uh, something you've seen online or in the news at 87 Six seven nine seven one zero four, and we will make sure that they get their important nomination for uh, the Darwin Awards this evening. So, anyone in particular you want to kick off with, Saoirse? Yes, I would like to kick off with a Republican representative over in Texas who said that he got the coronavirus from wearing a mask. Did he? Did he elaborate? He said that he thinks it was because um, he was touching other things and must have touched it off his mask and the mask. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Gave it to him. So was, was he, the mask's fault and that nobody should be wearing a mask unless you actually have the coronavirus? Well, I mean, he, he, if he had been touching things, he could have been washing his hands and not really touching his mask or his face. He didn't breathe in the coronavirus from his mask. His mask did not give him the coronavirus. Okay. So I'm nominating one. him for the pure stupidity of that. A stupid time. A stupid time to be alive indeed. I would like to nominate uh, The Guardian slash the British media in general. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to nominate the stupidity of them for claiming that Paul Mesk was Irish. And also, it was brought to my attention that they claimed Andrew Scott was also, um, or claiming that he was English, and claiming that Andrew Scott was also English as well when it came to the Emmy Award nomination. So I would like to... Uh, Andrew Scott, by the way, is, if you've ever watched Fleabag, he is the Irish priest in Fleabag. I think he was in... Was he in Sherlock as well? The evil dude in Sherlock? Yeah, he was. I haven't seen Sherlock, yeah. Yeah, so he was very good in Sherlock, and now he was uh, the priest in that TV series Fleabag, which is very good if you've never seen it. Very worth a watch. So I'd just like to nominate the stupidity of the Guardian and the Mail and the British media in general when it comes to understanding one their own history, understanding Irish history, and understanding that uh, Irish uh, actors and talent are, are Irish and keep your hands off them. Right. Yeah, I love that. Definitely. Definitely lessons to be learned there. I also want to nominate um, somebody that I came across on, on Twitter who was speaking of her friend. Listen to this for just outright stupid. Who said, I don't believe sunbeds give you skin cancer. My friend got skin cancer and she never used a sunbed. Uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> Like we kind of know that it's those types of UV rays over a long period of time will give you skin cancer. Like, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's just a, a, a known thing. I mean, some beds yeah. are obviously extremely dangerous and you should never use them. But, of course, you can get skin cancer and people get skin cancer every day from just the light, the light of day. All right, that's, that's pretty bad, in fairness. Uh, anything you want to, anyone you want to nominate for a Darwin Award, do let us know. 0876797104. Uh, James, good evening. He said, hi, folks. I think one of the dumbest things in the world is for the TDs to go on holidays for six weeks during a global pandemic. I think that's pretty dumb. And, as far, and I'd yep. go as far as to say that they shouldn't get holidays at all. That'd help remove the spoofers and leave the decent people who'd actually want to help and not shaft everyone. 
uh, everyone deserves a break. But, you know, six weeks is taking the piss. Isn't do it? they get six weeks off from today? I think they do, yeah. I think they do. Hang on a second here. Look at this. Politicians are off on their six weeks summer holidays today. Six weeks. Now, yeah, okay, six I'm going to presume they're probably not. Some of them might be. I'll try to give you the benefit of the doubt, but that's pretty dumb to take off six weeks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine any other, like, person with a job? Like, if, you, if you're working right now and you're in a business that is completely screwed and under pressure and may, maybe has had to lay off people and is struggling to survive and you <laughs> turned around and go, hey, listen, lads, I know things are tough at the moment, but I'm going on six weeks holiday. Is that right? Is, is that cool? Six weeks. Are we good? Are we good for that? You can't imagine? even get back into that after six weeks. Oh, you're so <sighs> cut off. Now, I'd like to think that, okay, and I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. That should be scrapped. That's not a bad idea, James. You know, cut out the holidays because then people would look at it and kind of go, I'm only doing this for the 100 grand salary and the lots of weeks off, so maybe I don't want to do that anymore. So six weeks. We're, we're all in the wrong game, aren't we? I know. Run for government. When's the next election? Good question. I don't know, but I'll nominate you if you nominate me. There we go. We'll, we'll try and do it that way. We'll have the room one of four party. You can join, be members, and then uh, we can... Imagine we got into the doll, the spoof we come up with then. <laughs> I can say anything that I want because I got my doll privilege and you just can't say yes. anything. Start oh, slagging off McWallace's hair. Like, what are you at, pal? Um... Right, okay, anything else? 0876797104. If you would like to uh, nominate anyone or anything for a Darwin Award this week, any stupidity that you've seen, let us know. and uh, We will nominate them for this week's Darwin Awards. And uh, yeah, we'll see who's a, a winner a little bit later on. Still to come on the show, how much time do you have to give in a new relationship before you're deleting your Tinder? We'll be chatting to an expert on that. Uh, and also doing our Magic 8-Ball and Tarot card reading. So if there's anything in your life that you're unsure about and need a little bit of help with, let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp. What do you need clarity on in your future? There's no real psychics here. Myself and Saoirse will be doing it all for you. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. And now let's talk fashion. Yes, fashion. So we all love a bit of fashion, yeah? Now, nah. Crocs have never really been fashionable, let's be honest. Crocs are those, what are they? They're not sandals, they're the shoes with the holes in them. Yeah, they're, they're meant to be really comfortable. But they're really ugly. But mm. today, Crocs have teamed up with KFC, the actual food brand. Right. Food company, uh, to create a KFC-inspired Croc. No, they haven't. This is a Croc of... <clears throat> so the crocs look like KFC chicken <laughs> uh, and also smell like the chicken as well no they don't yes they do uh, they cost $60 but they sold out in half an hour today oh, no, no they didn't they've sold out you cannot KFC get KFC crocs KFC crocs at all totally sold out so Twitter apparently is going mad People queued for ages to get them, and now you can't. Limited so edition Kentucky Fried Chicken clogs. <laughs> the, and Darren thought we were on LSD. I think yeah. the guy who came up with this, or girl, or girl, 
who came up with this. Uh, like, okay, and fair enough, they got us talking about KFC. Well done them. No one's actually going to buy a pair of but, KFC Crocs. I mean, one, no one's going to buy Crocs in the first place, I'd imagine. But KFC Crocs? Th- that's what I would have said. You know, people who actually came up with this idea surely thought of it as a joke, did not realise they'd sell out and anger a lot of people. Now, they have also done a healed version of these Crocs. Uh, Again, oh, oh, lovely. Looking like fried chicken uh, with drumstick-scented charms attached to the top. No. Yeah. Is this a joke? Like, is this a big joke or are these actually on sale? No, they're actually on sale. This is no joke. Um, so you're going to see people probably around here once they go online and they, they get them back in, in stock walking around with KFC Crocs. And if you re- if you find them, your your duty as a citizen is to report them. Imagine the smell. Imagine you were stuck in a lift with someone with smelly fried chicken Crocs. Because, like, obviously I love the smell of KFC or any kind of takeaway. You yeah, smell but mixed, any... with your, mixed with your foot sweat smell. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. It's not the same. I just go and get a KFC and eat it. If you want to mush it all over your feet afterwards, do it. But don't queue up and pay $60 for these Crocs. How are the absolute spoofers who come up with this stuff and get away with it? I've no idea, but I think we need to start thinking. Think of the most simple idea possible and try and sell it. it. Yeah, it's like the KFC. Okay, okay, guys, we need uh, some ideas for our KFC brand. Right, let's make, make Crocs. Co- co- is there any other like item of clothing we can put 104 on? Um, I mean, at the moment, I would say face masks. Y- but yeah, I still don't about- think that, that they would sell as well as something really ridiculous, like maybe, maybe um, little hoods for your ears. To keep yeah, the top of your like ear, ears warm that have never been created before, but we'll do Room 104 ones. Right, what about this? What about Room 104 scented candles? Oh, I'd love that. What would it smell but like? A big black candle, 200 quid. We're competing with yeah. the... Who's the who's the candle maker in this country? P- Pippa. Pippa, there you go. We're, we're, coming for you. we're coming for your market. You have it sewn up, Pippa, but we are coming for you with our, our new Room 104 candle. It would be um, a big, tall black candle with room 104 on the side of it. What would it smell like, though, is the question. I think it would have to smell like both of us combined, which is pretty bad. Sadness and desperation, all in one <laughs> scent and smell in a candle. Yeah. It, it would have to be the worst smelling candle ever. We'd have to make it disgusting. Yeah. And then see if Brian Thomas will stock it. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, but guys, it's 600 quid for our candle, so you're going to you're gonna have to stock it. So there you go. What's I think the price someone will buy it. Maybe one need, person. Uh, Darren said we need room and four budgie smugglers. Do we budgie though, smugglers? Darren? Uh, yeah, do, do we? we? I know. I don't. I don't think so. I think um, a candle would be lovely. Uh, a really what, bad what smelling what? candle to ruin your whole, to ruin your life because that's what we really do, don't we? That's it. That's it. There you go. Kentucky Fried Crocs. It's a sad, sad day for absolutely everyone. But your luck. Oh. That's 60 quid for me. You're literally paying to be a walking advertisement for KFC. That's not how the I game know. is meant to work. They're meant to pay you to advertise them. Anyway. And they're not even nice looking. It's fried chicken all over them. It's yeah. not this kind of fancy KFC design 
with like a nice little logo. It's literally just white crocs with fried chicken mm. drumstick type things all over them. Yeah. yeah it looks know. like it's half the top of a bucket underneath your foot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. There you go. KFC crocs coming soon to a Dundra. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.